0: Dot com. Thanks for spending time with me and let's go into the show. This podcast has been brought to you by Paleo Valley. They are one of my favorite companies because their products are super pure, full of incredible ingredients. And I want to tell you about their meat sticks. They have 100% grass-fed beef, pasture-raised turkey meat sticks That my family and I love. My kids love these because they have tons of flavor. They're completely free of carbs and sugar, and they have probiotics in them as well. So they're great for your gut, great for supporting your appetite, your satiety levels. They help you uh, feel satiated, and they help you burn fat for fuel. They're gluten free, soy free, dairy free, GMO free, and preservative free. So, they are the top of the line. They've got some great flavors that you will absolutely love. And now you can use my coupon code, Jockers, just my last name, J O C K E R S, to get 15% off your order today. Simply go to their website, paleovalley.com, and enter Jockers at checkout, and you'll receive 15% off your entire purchase. The link and discount code are also available in the show notes of today's episode. Once you try these meat sticks, you won't be able to get enough. I mean, my kids love these, my family loves these, and I know you will as well. So try them out, Paleo Valley, and I know you're going to love them. If we're going to be healthy in the 21st century, we have got to keep inflammation under control. Inflammation is literally the root cause of all the different degenerative chronic health conditions, things like Alzheimer's, heart disease, Parkinson's disease, cancer, diabetes, These are all characterized by chronic inflammation. And so I went ahead and I interviewed some of the top experts in the world when it comes to inflammation and I actually created a summit. It was called the Chronic Inflammation Summit. We hosted it in May of 2021. You may have listened, you may not have, but I wanted to share some of my favorite interviews on this podcast, and this is one of them. You guys are gonna get so much value out of this podcast. and if you know anybody that's struggling with any sort of chronic health conditions, maybe they have pain in their body, digestive issues, autoimmunity, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, brain issues, please share this podcast with them. It could literally change and save their lives. And if you haven't already, take a moment and leave us a five star review. Your reviews help us reach more people and impact more lives. Thanks so much for doing that and let's go into the show. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chronic Inflammation Summit, where we're getting to the root cause of chronic disease. I'm your host, Dr. David Jockers, and I've got a great guest. This is Diane Kayser, and she is going to talk about toxic beauty. She's going to talk about self-esteem. She's going to talk about some of the root cause factors that are driving up inflammation in people all around the world, particularly women. She specializes in women's health. And she is the natural beauty queen and the author of the best-selling book, Killer Breasts, A Guide to Help Women Overcome Breast Implant Illness. She is a director of the upcoming docuseries, Dying to be Beautiful, and the producer of the Non-Toxic Beauty Summit. She's the creator of Qi Hormone Warrior Transformation, which offers women three pinnacles to holistic health and natural beauty. Cleanse your body, kill your hormones, and ignite your life. So I love that. Simple and powerful. Cleanse your body, heal your hormones, and ignite your life. So Diane, welcome to the summit.
1: Thank you, David, for having me.
0: Absolutely. Well, well, let's start with your definition of beauty.
1: Mm. Beauty to me feels like the lifelong pursuit to fulfill one's purpose and love all of the parts of the path that built who you are in this moment.
0: Oh, I love it. That's so good. Yep. So, so many people are thinking outside beauty, but it's really about, it's really about everything in your life coming together to, Mm -hmm. uh, to help you fulfill your purpose. I love that. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about your story and how you came, you know, obviously that, that definition, you probably didn't, you probably weren't walking around saying that definition when you were 12 years old. Um, so how did you come to that conclusion?
1: Yeah, when I was God, when I was 12, you, it's funny that you're so so intuitive. Either that or we're all broken at 12, right? We're all like, oh, hormones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're shifting. We're going into junior high. We're competing where our ego is on fire. And, you know, about that time, I, I think I needed to look like Barbie to mm. fit into a school that I was brand new in. And I think that a lot of my wounding uh, is 12, 13 And I think that's that cool God connection that we all have is that you were able to pick that up either that, or you have a 12 year old, 12 year old little inner child that you were healing too. But, um, but the age of six, I was breaking Barbie parts because I looked at her and I was thinking, God, you're so, this is unattainable. I don't think my inner six year old knew that, but, you know, playing with Barbies and all of the programming that so many of us experience as children, that we're supposed to, there's all of these shoulds, right? That create the shame. Yeah. And we try to block those out with sugar. And, and that's right. I yeah. use the SHs for people to remember, you know, this is not just one thing that brought you here to be obsessed about our external appearance. It is so many prison bars that from all angles we have been taught that. In order to belong, in order to be seen, in order to be loved, we need to look a certain way and we need to talk and walk and act and think like everybody else. And that is the opposite of natural beauty. You know, that's homogenization of beauty. So... um, I think it really is a betrayal of self when we do that. And that's where I actually found my power. So this is why I look at breast implants. I look at Botox. I look at beauty toxic products and the bully within me. And I look at all of them and I go, thank you so much because you were the doorway that I was presented that I actually called into my life to be able to walk through and find Mm -hmm. my power. And because I almost died from all of these things, right? So really the long or the short of it is that with all of that programming with all the programming that i needed to have breast implants to look a certain part to win on a bikini stage you know i was a professional soccer player and over time i lost my my breasts because you lose mm. your fat and yeah. you lose your breasts and as a woman we're like oh we're supposed to mm. look the certain way and so when i started competitions you know i went from professional soccer to then becoming a bikini competitor it was like, well, everybody else is doing it. I guess I better do it too. And breast implants were something I got 10 years ago. They brought so much inflammation into my body mm. that I could no longer chase the fires and realize that I needed to go after the arsonist, which were the breast implants and also mm. the Botox. So those were the things that I endured that I went, you know what? I have cleaned up my diet. I have cleaned up my, my personal care products. I cleaned up my cosmetics. I have started to work on the ego and inflammatory thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I cleaned up my environment. I have cleaned as clean as air as I could. I'm sitting next to oh. my sauna. So after all of that, I went, well, why am I still not where I want to be? And why am I still so puffy and inflamed and a pain? And I went, oh, the ticking time bomb is literally inside of me over my heart, blocking my connection to myself and my inner beauty and ability to hug other people and produce oxytocin, oxytocin which regulates all hormones. So that was really what what brought me to my big wake up call that I was going after the flames, but I wasn't going after the fire starter.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so with breast implants, are they, can they be safe? Are they always dangerous? What what kind of new technology is out there? Mm -hmm. Um, obviously with you, they were, they were causing problems. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about that.
1: Yeah. Thank you for that question because that's really important. You know, I, I wrote about all of this in my book, killer breasts Mm -hmm. and, um, Of course, the two ticking time bombs are relevant to, you know, the root cause of inflammation. So that's why I was so happy that you brought me on, David, because this is such an important topic for all women with beauty, is that 96% of women think they're beautiful. Dove did a big study on this a few years ago, and and that's a really, really low number. 4% of women think they're beautiful. Yeah. So I went, whoa, we have a big problem. And I saw a lot of people in our industry, David, that were Mm -hmm. practicing and preaching all of these things that we're talking about here in the summit but then they themselves had ticking time bombs or were injecting them inside of them. Sure. And, and that, that to me speaks to toxic shame and the inner bully within that says mm. you're not beautiful as you are. And I went, that's a hypocrisy mark in our health industry. So yeah, you know, if we really want to lead people to holistic health and energy, vitality and immunity, we've got to be practicing what we're preaching. So I felt like a hypocrite myself. Rests and plants, none of them are safe. Mm. And and I will speak to that, to many doctors in a panel and speak to the reason behind this. Many doctors today, if you go into your doctor and I want to warn you on yeah. this, because my book talks about this, there's, there's eight myths that, that I talk about that. If, one of them is if you go into your doctor if they say that breast implants are safe and you walk out of there, you have been dismissed because they are not for every woman. And and the images of what breast implants look like when they're pulled out of the body, the evidence is that there's the the body goes, Oh my gosh, these are not, these are non-native. God did not, you know, make you with these things. Mm -hmm. So the body goes, okay, non-self, non-self, non-self alert, and it activates the immune system, which eventually gets warmed down. That was the reason mm. I took mine out, is because I looked at my GI map, David, and I was like, I have zero immune system protection. I, our GI map shows us that yeah. one of the markers for your immune system is called secretory IgA. And a healthy number would be like 1,200, 1,500. And mine was 44. And it was yeah. the lowest I'd seen on anybody. And I've worked with thousands of people from right. around the world. So I went, Okay. I, I, that had me on my knees apologizing Mm -hmm. to God. And then when I saw that many of these women that I was working with who had breast implants were equally as inflamed and their immune system was as drained. So we've got silicone, we've got saline, we've got um, all these different types of shapes. You know, some people say, Oh, I got gummy bears or a lot of assumptions. The myths are that saline is safer but the outside of saline is a silicone shell Mm. and the majority of these implants are made with 30 plus toxins carcinogens xenoestrogens and endocrine disruptors and heavy metals people didn't don't know that i didn't know that i thought oh they're just silicone you know that's it but they're made with 30 plus heavy metals um does our body come into contact with those immediately no It's just the outside, but over time, all of these things eventually slowly bleed because our body heats them up Mm. and then they start to bleed. The body also forms a capsule around the implants so that when the surgeon takes them out of the body, it looks like a hamburger. That's how it looks. And you're like, well, that's not the implant. That's the capsule. And that is our immune system's response at going, hey, love, I am here to protect you. And in order to do so, I am going to create a wall, a barrier around mm. the implant so that you are not, the majority of you is not coming into contact with that implant. So what I have found in this process is that something I wish I had known 10 years ago and something that I want to impart upon women who maybe are having mastectomies and are not given choice, is that you could do something called fat transfer. And that is safer mm. because fat yeah. transfer is using your own fat And Mm. moving it up and to recreate uh, an the the shape of breast, which could be somewhat of a filler like an implant, but it's your own tissue, so your body won't react to it. And there's a very specific process to go through with that. David, I went wait. So I'm not going to look deformed and sideways and saggy Mm -hmm. if I get these things out. And I did a lot of research and I found a great surgeon who specializes in this. And now I have breasts that I love. It's not just because of the shape of them. It's because I've now taken them out of my body. So yes, we all have autoimmune reactions to them. And for anybody out there who's thinking about getting implants or who's thinking about getting them out or who's mastectomy or whatever, fat transfer is a very safe alternative. And we're still exploring other options too.
0: Well, that's really good to know. I hadn't heard of the fat transfer. That makes a lot of sense though. It's kind of like you do some sort of liposuction in one area Mm -hmm. and then you insert it in there. So mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds really interesting. And yeah. I've heard that breast implants can also get moldy. Is that true? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So moldy,
1: bacterial um, overgrowth yeah. are, are two big things. And then also Lyme tests, a lot of false positives with Lyme tests. A lot of people come up with, oh, mm-hmm. I, I thought I had Lyme. And I, and God, David, they, they go into treatments and they spend yeah. tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they're chasing the flames, And they're being misdiagnosed. So this is the majority of women I work with who have gone to work with specialists. And then they've come back and said, I've tried everything. And I'm like, well, have you tried the one obvious thing, which is that you have these things inside of it that your body is literally trying to protect you from. So yes, mold is a huge one. And, you know, you might be talking about this with other people is that mold also draws in EMF frequencies. And Mm. it, it could be amplified with exposure to, you know, you know, things like your cell phone or computers, right. and we're all part of technology today. So then you have that happening and people going, I don't know which one it is because it's happening from all angles. So these implants that a lot of women I've interviewed for a project that I've done. So if anybody who buys my book, they get a whole bunch of freebies. And, and one of them is three interviews I did with five women each. So 15 women who've gone through this whole mm. journey. And a couple of them almost died because the implants had ruptured inside of them which elicits things like lupus and MS and fibromyalgia mm. and Hashimoto's. And they, they don't know what's going on and they'll take a mammogram and the mammogram misses 55% of cancer, right. you know, tumors in the body or cancer cells. Um, so this is why I recommend Sonocini instead. Mm. Uh, but these women who have ruptures... like an
0: ultrasound? Like an ultrasound, would that, will that be able to tell better if they're um, ruptured?
1: Yes, ultrasounds no. are, are, I would say... I had an ultrasound and they didn't find anything. Mm. Um, but I did a thermogram, which I don't recommend as much yeah. as a Sona but I did find that there was a lot of, um, cause when I woke up that day, woke up meaning like not in my bed, but in my sauna, cause I was palpating and I was feeling mm. around my breasts and I, and I, I was like, Oh my God, I have massive, massive lumps and my mm. breasts were like two sizes bigger than they were a year ago. And I just was like, I am so uncomfortable in my own skin. So those those lumps did show up on a thermogram. They Mm -hmm. didn't show up on an ultrasound. Hmm. So this is why I recommend Cine. And I do have a podcast interview on this um, with Hmm. a woman who does this for places like Cedar sinai in Los Angeles, which is where a lot of doctors are referring their patients to go to now instead of doing mammograms. I've done lots of interviews on that. So um, where was I going with all of that? Uh, Oh, mold. So yes, interestingly... Mold can grow inside of these implants, which tells us that if they say that they don't leak, well, how can the mold get produced on the inside of these implants? Right. And then they end up finding mold throughout a woman's body. And that's really, really difficult to treat and cleanse. Also, in between the implant and the capsule that your body forms, that that hamburger-looking thing, um, that piece of tissue in between those two, the body is known to create a lot of bacteria inside of them, and one of them is known to be one that causes cystic acne. Um, mm. It's it's like bacteria acne. Da, 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 da. I can't remember the name of it, right, right? But it's one of the strains that causes acne. So we get a lot of women, including myself, and I had my chest was breaking out, my armpits were mm. inflamed, my face was full of acne. I had acne no amount of antibiotics or antimicrobials can get to it because it's, in, it's kind of like a, a cavitation, you know, where yeah, we can get like trapped, right. trapped infections. So yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many things, so many aspects. Mm. And this came straight from my surgeon who went to, um, it was like a multiple surgeon panel meeting in Orange County, because we started speaking up, these women, you know, started speaking up about how you may not classify breast implant illness in Western medicine, and it may be anecdotal to you, but now we have been fighting so much about this that now it finally is spreading throughout doctor's offices and is actually something... I don't know if it's an ICD-10 code just yet, but there a lot of yeah. doctors are finally acknowledging it.
0: Okay, well, good to know. And, and what is the process of getting implants removed? What is that like?
1: Yeah, so... It was, it was a painful process, um, yeah. I would say. And I talk with a lot of clients and people who follow me by my book about the best thing to do for this. I also have a program that answers some of these questions because it does depend on the woman, really. Mm-hmm. I wow. had I had explant, which means it's the opposite of implant. You remove the implants. Right. Um, and you want to work with a doctor who really understands breast implant illness and who believes in. What breast implant illness might be. And, you know, the very first surgeon that I interviewed out of 11 before I finally decided on one that felt right intuitively for me, and who's really been working with a lot of women who have gone through this process and didn't just say, oh, yeah, I just removed the implants and not the capsule. So the first one said, oh, you know, breast implant illness is just anecdotal and there was a lot of ego and righteousness there. So I moved on Mm -hmm. Um, and I did find a doctor who was covered by insurance. So I saved about five thousand dollars there. And I do talk about that in my book. I believe that this should all be covered because implants have never actually been studied long term to prove their uh, safety or efficacy. So I'm on a mission to, and a lot of other women are a mission for that. Uh, But if you were to do it with a doctor who was not covered by insurance, or if you didn't have insurance, it's about $5,000, anywhere between five and $10,000, depending on the doctor that you're working with to have them removed and also have the end block and total capsulectomy performed, which is to say they cut out the implant and they remove the capsule intact together. And remove them from the body and then clean out all of the adhesions because I had, you know, with the, that burger, hamburger material, yeah. it was also growing other tissue that was adhesing mm. my ribs together. And so I had a hard time. My shoulders were forward, of course, and that pulls your yeah. neck forward, puts 40 pounds of pressure on your spine. Yeah. As a chiropractor, you know, the disastrous yeah. effects when your spine's on a line and I couldn't take a deep breath. It's mm. like, so for me, I felt like I was just constantly like in a, this, 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 autonomic state. My central nervous system was taxed. And I was like, <gasps> I felt like I couldn't respond to life. I was just startled by everything. So you go through that process, make sure you have a surgeon that knows how to remove the whole thing without cutting the implant open or the capsule open during, because that will spill out all of the you know infections and in the contents. And then also if you do do a fat transfer, you want to work with a doctor who is well-versed on that as well. Mm-hmm. Do you have that in the same surgery? that's up to you. I did that in the same surgery and I'm glad that I did, but I also may recommend for some women who are really sick and who have pretty advanced Mm. stage chronic disease or inflammation or mast cell activation, and they just have a really hard time calming things down, then I might recommend that you just do an explant and capsulectomy, maybe a lift at the same time, because you can have a lift done. Yeah. And then maybe you go back in six months and then do the fat transfer once mm-hmm. your body has had a, a, a good six months to detox. So that's myth number two is you never take your yeah. press implants out without doing a detox afterwards.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Is now the fat transfer, where are they typically taking that from?
1: So I, I had mine taken. It was kind of cool. You know, I have, every woman has their little problem zones, but I've learned mm. to love all of them yeah. in the process. Uh, but I had um, a hard time burning fat in my lower belly, so I had him mm-hmm. pull. I didn't have that much. I was only about 18% body fat when he yeah. did my surgery. So mm-hmm. I was like, where are you going to take it from, my brain? Because <laughs> um, the brain's like 60% fat or whatever. Right. So he, he took it from uh, my lower belly and then my, um, I don't like that they call them saddlebags or you know back flanks or whatever. There's different terms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he took it from here and then some in my lower back mm. and then pulled it up here. So what I got was about 100 cc's in every in mm. each breast that went down to probably about 70 cc's cuz I lost a lot of it. Yeah. You don't keep all of it cuz your body, you know, breaks down some of it. Right. So um and that that whole surgery was about 15,000, but I did mm-hmm. save a little bit for having insurance
0: too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to know that there are options out there a lot. I think a lot of women have an intuition that their breast implants are causing problems, but they're more fearful of the process of getting them taken out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I want, I want to be here as as a a huge rainbow of hope to tell you that so many women that I've talked to are so excited that they have removed them and listened to their intuition. Because I think that's the biggest Mm -hmm. thing is our intuition is here to teach us something. And it's saying, Houston, we have a
0: problem. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Now, how about Botox? I know that you mm. had that done as well. Can you explain that? Because I don't even know what actually what that really is, honestly. And um, and let's talk about the health effects of that. Yeah.
1: This is another one. So I went down that rabbit hole. I had no idea how toxic Botox was. So um, when I was going through the very earlier stages of what the health is going on with me, yeah, I... I was like, well, what what thing is it? Is it quality of the air in Orange County where I was living at the time? Mm. Uh, is it a medication that I had done when, because I did Accutane when I was 17, yeah. 18. I did two rounds and that absolutely destroyed my innards as yeah. well. Uh, it's chemo for, they use for pancreatic cancer. Right. You know, for God's sake. And it somehow ends up as a, a beauty thing. Yeah, to
0: acne medication for teenagers, right? Yeah, Yeah,
1: now they're even saying, oh, we're going to recommend that you microdose it for the rest of your life. And I'm like, what? What are we doing to our teenage children? My God. Um, So when I was digging into all of this, I just wanted to clean it all up. Parts of my ego were like, oh no. Well, Mm -hmm. now what are we going to do for artificial beauty? Now you're going to have to love yourself. (laughs) So I was working on loving myself and all of my parts Mm -hmm. at the same time I was researching what I was doing. I was backtracking. Okay. Cause I always ask my clients and on every one of my intakes, I have a long intake form. And I asked them like, when did, when did these health issues really feel like they started arising? Cause I want to make a connection between when maybe the trigger happened and when they started mm-hmm. feeling symptoms with Botox is two to three weeks after. So I was able to backtrack and go, wait, I had done Botox around this time it was uh, December 27th, 2017. And a couple of weeks later, I started really experiencing itching that was all over my body. It was waking me up at night to the point that eventually I couldn't itch hard enough or deep enough. I was bleeding. I was just wow. clawing at my face. I was clawing at my neck. I was clawing at my armpits. And it was embarrassing because I would be at the gym and I, I looked like, it was getting beat up. It looked like I was in a fight because my eyes were so swollen with my lymphatic mm. glands were trying to push out these toxins. And if you think about where Botox is in- injected, it's inside of, you know, it's right next to your brain. And the black box label does say that it spreads, yeah. but the the med spa owners or the injectors, I have never heard one of them tell me that it did spread. They all said it stayed in the localized area where they injected. Mm. There is a massive, massive, massive disconnect from reality and beauty and what you are being told. And I have woken up a lot of people in our industry who are working on shifting this, which is really great and I'm glad to hear it. So Botox is made of botulinum toxin Mm -hmm. and Botox itself also has human albumin and lactose in it. Okay. So if you're a vegan or if you're lactose intolerant, and that already knocks out two people in the population. You probably have no idea that yeah, that's in Botox right. and botulinum toxin for any people who are working on a low toxic lifestyle or toxin free as much as possible lifestyle. Botox botulinum toxin is the single greatest, most toxic substance known to humans. And it was used in the, in the Gulf war to paralyze and kill the troops. Mm. How did it end up in our face? So oh, we've paralyzed their organs, which makes them now vulnerable and they no longer can hurt us because we're in war. And then somehow we got the brilliant idea to put it in humans. And we've also seen also that it's not just a a beauty thing, it's also something that they're injecting for migraines. They're injecting Hmm. into babies' bottoms who have spastic colons. And I have written, received hundreds of letters from moms, concerned people, teenagers who have lost their life and their function to Botox. Also some people who have also committed suicide. Uh, oh. Can we say it's all Botox? There are so many things that we're at war with yeah. right now with toxicity, mm-hmm. right, David? So, and there's no real clean version of it. Some people say, oh, there's organic Botox, which is called zeomin but it's still no. a toxic chemical. It doesn't have the other two additives in it, the lactose and the, no. and the human album and the human blood. Right. right. But it's still extremely toxic and people are still reporting the same kind of toxic effects. And the biggest one is itching all over the body, uh, central nervous system, uh, meltdown, uh, definitely mast cell activation, massive inflammation in the body, food sensitivities, chemical sensitivities, Mm -hmm. massive adrenal and thyroid shutdown, autoimmune dysfunction. I can go on and on and on, but this has absolutely destroyed many people's lives. And there's a Facebook group that has over 10,000 people in it now, many people that you and I know in our industry who have been harmed by it.
0: Hey, I just wanted to take a quick moment and tell you about my new book, The Fasting Transformation. I am so excited about this book. It is a functional guide to help you burn fat, heal your body, and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting. Fasting is the most ancient form of natural medicine. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting improves your blood sugar and your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in your body, optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning, and helps activate stem cells and deep cellular healing. Guys, you're going to learn so much from this book. You can check it out, The Fasting Transformation, on Amazon or on our webpage, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. So check that out now. You guys are going to love the book. And if you have a chance, leave a review on Amazon. Thanks so much. Yeah. What is the purpose of it? Like, is it trying to create more puffiness or, and is it create, is it actually, are they actually injecting it to create like a, like a localized inflammatory process to kind of create the shape?
1: That's fillers. So there's a couple different things, right? So um, I'm going to back up and then I'm going to answer your question if that's okay. You know, Dr. Klinghart talks about this a lot is that Glyphosate, which is in Roundup, which is in pretty much everything at this yeah. point, which is why I say every day, take something that binds to that and clears mm-hmm. it out of the body as much as possible. You know, I take Restore, Iron Restore mm-hmm. by Dr. Zach Bush, and I recommend that everybody take that because mm-hmm. no matter if you're eating super organic, you're still exposed to it. We're still breathing it in. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's in our personal care products. Yeah. And glyphosate, aka Roundup, you know, the what we put on our lawns mm-hmm. um, and gluten and many other crops, it destroys our collagen production. Mm, and so yeah. that's why we're also seeing like Ehlers-Danlos syndrome where we have a lot of yeah. super flexible joints and right. um, collagen meltdown in between you know, cervical spine and yeah. also on our face, right? So collagen is what, what, what lifts our skin and makes it more firm and supple and yeah. helps to reverse aging, right? So we see a lot of people. That's how I felt when I was going through this journey. I was like, why does it feel like and look like I'm aging so fast? Mm. And that came on like this, When I did Botox,
0: Hmm.
1: it just, it happened almost overnight. I went, what happened to my face? I couldn't recognize it anymore. So what people are doing is let's fill our face with fillers to replace for collagen destruction instead Mm -hmm. of asking the question of why is my body not making as much collagen, right? So I want to always go back to the source and I don't think that we need to do as many of these things that we really ask the question like, well, what's the threat? What are the blocks, so the beauty blockers? Yeah. Such as what's blocking collagen production. Yeah. So what's happening is a lot of people are going, Well, I'm gonna do fillers, I'm gonna do um, I'm gonna do Botox or ZMN, which is a more natural version of it. What Botox does is it freezes the muscles so that you when you smile, it won't do this crow feet thing, right?
0: Oh, okay. You know,
1: ah, so yep. it'll freeze this and smooth it more. So when you smile, it looks like this.
0: I see. Yep. So
1: the, so the, or when you smile, you can't see these creases here either, mm. right? Or when you do this and you're surprised, you couldn't see these wrinkles, but your eyebrows couldn't go very high either. So you I can mm. always see somebody who's done a lot of injectables or Botox or CMN because their face doesn't move. Mm which also poses the question, which I go really deep with my clients and some people are not ready for this. and It's okay. I always meet people where they're at is, well, if you're freezing your inability to show expressions of how you feel, then perhaps if your brain isn't registering emotions on the face, could you even feel the emotions that you came here to feel like joy, peace, and love? Right. So are we also numbing out our emotions Mm. and our experience of what it is to be a human when we're putting numbing devices into our body that we don't know that how to answer this question does it ever leave the body and they would say Botox leaves the body in you know six months which is why you have to keep going back and getting more and getting more and the average woman is Mm. spending three to five thousand dollars on this stuff every year yes wow I know I know it's crazy, but yet like, I don't have enough money for supplements or whatever, healthy food. Uh, It's an obsession. And so this is an addiction. This is, I call, I've actually coined something called beauty dysmorphia Yeah, because we don't, we always see as implication or imperfections on our face. And the implications of that is that we lose our health. And we are also passing this into our babies.
0: Yeah. The,
1: the Mm -hmm. fillers are the other thing. Um, and I'll touch on that and then we can move on is the fillers is what people, they say some of it's hyaluronic acid. It's coming from the combs of, of, um, roosters. And so they're coming from animal parts. They're non-vegan, but yet people who are vegan are still doing these things without knowing where they're coming from. Mm. And it's coming from horse, uh, the, the lungs of the horses of sick horses oftentimes. So we're putting, it's no different than a lot of these yeah. other things that we've manufactured. Right. But what they're finding is, is there's permanent fillers. And then there's temporary fillers The permanent fillers, is a doctor, uh, I think he's in Australia. There's lots of YouTube videos that he's done on this and have done MRIs that you can see that these fillers have never left the face, Mm. but they do migrate sometimes to other parts of the body. So we are literally playing Russian roulette roulette with our face. And I strongly urge you all to go do a duck, duck, go search on the cat lady, Mm. because this could be the long-term effect of what we don't know. That, you know, just like you put a frog in, in water and it's cool over time, it doesn't know when it's boiling and it, it won't jump out. Right. But if you put a, a hot frog and or a frog in a hot boil, boiling water, it'll jump out. We don't, women are not seeing how their faces are changing because it's a slow boil, but yeah. they become so addicted to it that it becomes as habitual as brushing their teeth.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, this has been really enlightening for me. I, I really was unaware of a lot of these things, so I thank you so much for for presenting this. Now, where does somebody start with the healing process? I mean, you talk a lot about mindset, so I imagine it starts there. So how, let's let's talk about going through your process of healing from all of this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think that cleansing is absolutely important. But what what, what you, where we need to step up as you know functional medicine leaders or mm-hmm. healers of any kind? Is to first be the change that we wish to see in the world. So, you know, one of my favorite quotes in my book that I channeled is that you know we need the leaders in our space, and that includes you for yourself, the people who are watching this. We need to become our own leaders because what we've learned in 2020 is that we're 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 not being looked out for really, right? So God is, but it's it's you are the 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 healer, the manager of your temple. You're the only one that lives Mm -hmm. in all day long. So we all know that part, but knowledge isn't power, you know, wisdom is, and the application of knowledge is wisdom. And that is what you do every single day and the thoughts that you think. So obviously if you track back, you know, thoughts don't just show up. Thoughts come from a space within where you have, you know, beliefs, you have programming. And I have, you know, I talk about all the different programming, like Watching TV and looking at magazines and playing with dolls and seeing our our parents and leaders and how they live and that creates the the programming and the false narrative that we need to look a certain way. So, we really need to work at that because cleansing is really important. Yes, taking the right nutrients and vitamins and eating a healthy diet. Yes, uh, looking deep to see what things that you're imbalanced in and markers and functional labs. Awesome. But as leaders of self and patience and others, what we now need are leaders who have empathy because they have gone mm-hmm. through this journey themselves and they have faced their shadows and these toxic, broken beliefs that we're not whole, beautiful and perfect the way that God created us. Yeah. So we need empathy. We need to have walked our walk. We need to have education on these things and education, meaning that we have walked through many patients, many clients and 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 had an understanding of all the different ways that you can heal. There's many different ways. There's zigzag from starting mm-hmm. A to, to to point B, right? And it's not a linear path and it's not the same thing for every single person. And that those are the cores. Those are the cores that we need for ourselves is that we need to walk very gently with ourselves and stop beating ourselves up so much. Yeah. Um, because I've walked many clients through, and I've been doing this for 10 years. So I did a lot of detox work with my clients, you know, 10 years mm-hmm. ago. And I did the detox work with them. I cleaned up their diet. Then I started cleaning up their beauty care routine. But still something was missing. And I went, what mm. is going on here? And that's the 30 is, is ego deprogramming. Mm. Yeah. Is that people, you can give someone a temple all day long of supplements. Yeah, here you go. Here's your labs. Here's some supplements. Eat this non-inflammatory diet. Okay, good. But it's never, ever going to fix the the key core root, which is the arsonist, which is the, the bully within mm, that keeps yeah. beating you up and saying that it's not enough. It's never enough. And y- you need to keep faking it till you make it. Right, right. And putting on a mask. You know, to fit in and giving your power away everywhere. So that is the core of it all. That's easier said than done. But I believe that, you know, I walk everybody through gently over the bridge and I meet them where they're at because some people have done a lot of spiritual, deep, you know, work on themselves and the bully within, but then they don't know what toxins are lurking in their lives. So you got to reduce the exposure and you also got to cleanse the body of those things. Yeah. So that's the cleansing aspect. The healing journey is working on all the tissues that, for so many years, have been attacked by inflammatory thoughts, inflammatory chemicals, and you know, heal and soothe those. Just like you would hold a, you know, a child, you do that with your your inner self and your tissues, and you stop beating up your symptoms for God's sake. Your symptoms are speaking to you loudly, and that's self love from the soul. So if we cream them up or bill, pill them down. We're just telling them to shut up, and it would be the equivalent of putting masking tape over your five-year-old child and saying, Mm -hmm. "Stop crying, sit in the corner." You know, your body's intuitive wisdom is so powerful, and so I—that's my favorite thing to do—is teach them what their body is trying to tell them, and then we can ignite our inner purpose. Because many people come to me and say, "What are you? What are you doing here? What do you want help with?" And the first thing they say is, "I've lost trust in myself and my body, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm just going through the motions and." Michael, let's start with where you want to be. What's your purpose in life? Mm. You know, what is what is all of this and all of these symptoms? What are what are, what is that blocking you from doing that you really, truly, deep down want to do? And that usually is, I want to help people. I want to make the world a better place. But no one can do that when they're trapped with symptoms and, and they're battled along with chronic fatigue and chronic symptoms. So it's this whole beautiful bridge of cleansing your body, healing your hormones and your gut and your trauma. So that you can ignite the inner purpose that God built you to do and serve in this world.
0: Yeah, that's so powerful and so important. Our self-talk is is critical. You know, the power of life and death is in the tongue, and so um, mm-hmm. what we're telling ourselves on a regular basis is so critical. So, just starting to take awareness of that, I think, is uh, you know obviously where it starts. But uh, but for for many of us, we need deep healing in that. Yes. We've, um, you know, we programmed ourselves. Uh, you know, we've got the, all this muscle memory in our brain that's uh, telling us all these negative things. So just really powerful that, that you're speaking into that. And uh, let's talk about now. Let's talk, so we're getting the mindset right, right. Now let's talk about some practical strategies, things you like to do to help with the detoxification mm-hmm. and cleansing process.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I'm sitting in front of one of them. Well, it's beside of me, but I have a sauna and I think that that's just a great way to passively sweat. So, you know, you got to sweat in a gym sauna, which most of them are closed anyway now. So it's Mm -hmm. important to have your own sauna in your home and kind of build your own home healing center. Your home is your sanctuary. Um, So you would only of Let's you know, say 100 percent of whatever you're sweating out in a gym sauna that's hot from the inside.
0: Yeah,
1: Only the 2%. Saunas.
0: What's that? The, I, yeah, I said the steam saunas.
1: Yeah, yeah, steam yeah, saunas I or really just hot, saunas. But yeah,
0: but they don't get as deep as exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're going deep, David. We're yeah. going deep here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Um
1: and so these these infrared or full spectrum saunas, and I love sauna space and um I love sunlight, and you know, those are my mm-hmm. two favorites. And they have the ability to burn out 10 times more toxins. So of all the sweat that you release at a gym sauna, we'll just say, is 2% of whatever you sweat out approximately Mm. is toxins versus 20% of your total sweat volume uh, would come out in a sauna like a Nairn Fred or a full spectrum sauna. So that's really important. And I don't like the ones where your head is sticking out because I like to have your head in there because... Your, your brain is mostly made up of fat and that's where toxins have an affinity to go into. So that's number one. I would say that passive sweating and especially for people who've just had surgery. I had three surgeries last year. Mm. Um, I ruptured my Achilles tendon after my breast implants oh, wow. came out. I know it was a hell of a journey and um, mm. then they got, I got affected again. And so I couldn't walk for three months and I had to cancel my retreat that I was wow. hosting in Greece. So last year was a big awake, a wake up call for me and I'm yeah. here to serve, you know, in 2020, So the, uh, the sauna is a big one. And then of course, like I talked about earlier too, is, is taking something every day that's going to bind to glyphosate. And this is on top of just the foundations, right? Eat healthy, you know, clean up your toxic beauty care routine. I talk about the the big offenders, uh, both in my book. And I talk about that in my programs as well, that my beauty detox master course and the warrior cleanse. But I also talk about like in this book, there's the top 10 toxins to avoid, Mm -hmm. You yep. know, in Ow. your beauty care routine,
0: parabens, yeah,
1: parabens, and you know all these things that are, you know, estrogens that drive up fat cells and t- tumors and cysts and cancers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's really important is to not just explore what to do, but also what to undo. So I always like to say, what are your blockers and what are your builders? And so a, a big blocker are the things that you're doing on a regular basis. So of course it's getting those out of your life, getting them out of your body, and not adding them to your life anymore. So sauna is number one for that. Number two is to to detox glyphosate, which would be something like an ion restore. Um, The third one would be to always be cleansing, ABC. So I talk about that, you know, zeolites, chlorella, um, and of course, supporting your body's ability to clear out what those binders will pull out of the cells. So it's like a whole system. A lot of people go on to detox journeys and they don't have their metabolism improved, their blood sugar dysregulations Mm -hmm. all over the place. Um, they're not eating healthy, they're not eating enough fiber. Oh my God. Fiber is the broom that, right. that, that sweeps out all these toxins. So that's like, you know, you could be on a $500 a month mm. supplement protocol, no. but not even be getting 35 grams of fiber a day. And or so they're that's dehydrated
0: important. or something, you know, a lot
1: of people. Yes. Are 75% of Americans are chronically mm. dehydrated. So that's another big one is that, you know, and I would say that's number four is to, well, did I say that? uh, it's probably, I don't know what number I'm on like four or five right now, but, (laughs) but structured water is really important. So not just drinking, you know, ionized water or RO is terrible for you, even though it cleans all the toxins, but structured water is great. So, you know, just adding a tablespoon of chia to your power shake and, and getting the fiber, not just juicing you know, having that Mm -hmm. lots of blueberries, antioxidants, um, celery, as cilantro, you know, these are all fiber, and eat the whole food, and then throw in some flaxseed as well, because those things bind to toxins and clear them out of the mm. body. So fiber is a big one. Structured water helps to create that 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 content where it's easier to get into the cells. And aloe vera is another part of structured water because we, even including me, I was drinking tons of water, but. I was still not feeling like the water was hydrating me. And that was because I wasn't drinking the kind of water or eating the kind of foods that had lots of water that could bring the hydration into the cells. Mm. And if your cells are blocked with toxins, like your body's always releasing toxins when you have breast implants, of course, um, then you could do all the things, but it's not getting into the cells. So I say always be cleansing. And, And I don't mean like a crazy detox where you need to be next to a bathroom all day but I'm talking about just making choices that support your body's ability to shed, to shed the toxins, to shed the, the broken beliefs. You know, those are big ones. And sleep is so important too. you know, I, I don't want to know what the, I think it's one in three people at this point are not sleeping yeah. deeply enough. So blue blockers turning these things off, you know, eight o'clock yeah. at night, um, cuddling with your loved ones. Oh my God, mm. this, highly unemphasized is that what Zach Bush said something I might be off by a slight bit. If you get something like it's over 10 hugs a day um, improves your immune system function by 26% hmm. and oxytocin. getting longer hugs a day. Yeah. So
0: the oxytocin release.
1: Oxytocin is highly, highly unemphasized in our world and oxytocin regulates you know, all of the majority of your sex hormones and your sleep oh. hormones and your stress hormones. So it's a very big anti- anti-inflammatory hormone. So I think that that's, these are just some of the simple things that you could, I'm, I'm looking at like simple things you could do versus like things that are more advanced. Um, and then of course, you know, working every day into, I'm not a fan of, hey, just think positive. Mm-hmm. When you have never really worked on the depth of what prompts you to need that mechanism to show up. So a lot of people haven't faced, like like I said, that broken belief that I'm not enough as I am. You can't just think positive those away. It it takes a true warrior to sit with themselves and say, where are the parts of me that are calling for healing? And understand where they came from. And, and realizing that, you know, they're there to help you and wake you up because at one point I didn't want to be here anymore. I wanted to end my life. And that was when I was struggling the most Mm -hmm. with toxins from Botox and breast implants and betrayal. And I was like, I don't know if I want to live in this toxic world anymore, but it woke me up. Those were the, you know, that was like a part of me had to die for another part of me to come to life. So I say with all of those things that you do, that are healthy for your temple, make sure that you're working on the inner flame, you know, that, that ignite that inner flame of freedom within you to, to travel throughout all of the different parts. They're all beautiful, they're all they're all a part of you. So that's the biggest part that when people have come to me, mm-hmm. David, they've like I said, they've come to me, they've done so many brilliant things. They've done yeah. cleanses with the most famous doctors in the world. So why are they getting out of a wheelchair after been di- diagnosed with MS? And having never walked since then, after I've worked with them friends that are bullying you all day long. And she had been molested and raped when she was 10 years old, this specific Mm -hmm. client of mine. So when we worked with her and that experience and handled that trauma, as well as incorporating the diet and the healthy water and the clean air and the detox with the sauna and the colon, cleanses and things, it all came together. And so it was like that beautiful trilogy, yeah. which I call Cleanse, Heal, Ignite, Chi, which is the life force energy that flows through you. So um, it's not an easy journey, but it makes the rest of your life easy because you have the whole toolbox and all of the tools. It's yeah. not just someone saying, here, I'm going to use my tool to fix you. And you walk out of the office and you're like, okay, you feel great for a week. And then stuff comes back because there's still something deep within you that is um, tormenting you
0: Yeah, we've got to heal those deep inner traumas and uh, you know a, a statement I really like is finding a why a, a big why statement in our life that makes us cry right mm. so that's something that um, you know when you start to think about it brings tears to your eyes. There's the energy sh- change, a shift in, um, in your consciousness when, when you start to think about it and I think that can help foster that change.
1: It's funny when you say that you rhyme in another way, which is beautiful. And I get teary eyed thinking about it too, is I say, if you don't know your why, then you'll never fly.
0: Yeah. And fly
1: fly stands for first love yourself.
0: Mm, So so
1: if you, if you want liberation, you've got, you've got to create um, the life that you came here and and that's no one else is going to create it for you. You know, it's, you got to take life by the unicorn horn and say, you know what? I'm magical and I'm unique. And I'm not going to try to look like everybody else anymore because what does that get me? What is it like, literally, what has it gotten you? Where has it gotten you? Do you love yourself anymore for injecting that thing or applying that stuff?
0: Mm -hmm. Do
1: you? You know, really ask yourself that question. Like, what more has my life brought me? And I realized that I kept tracking the same toxic relationships into my life because I had the same toxic thoughts. Yeah. And it all went back to my childhood and the beliefs and the Barbie and the Baywatch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a second. I'm actually better than that. Hmm. And so if we could all do that and embrace our own unique beauty, then we get to accept and we can't accept anybody else for who they are, unless we've accepted ourselves for as who we are mm. too. So your relationships improve. We save lots of marriages with this process, yep. you know, and it's. Absolutely. Yeah. And it can, and it can be fast. This doesn't have to take many, many years to figure mm. it out and falling down more potholes, but it does take sitting with yourself and creating Space. Yeah. So, breath work is the last piece of this, David. Is that breath work is free? It's Mm. 70% of our detox pathways. And as a yoga teacher of eight years and a yogi of 22 years, it saved my life by slowing things down. And your breath can create that space where Mm. a lot of the answers can come in for you, but no answers are going to come in when you don't invite questions. So, curiosity is step one of this entire equation curiosity is what, what's my body trying to say and how can I compassionately listen to it and self heal? Because you're going to spend a lot more money on like all these different things for the rest of your life, but it's important to have coaches and guides, but it's more important to understand what your body is trying to say to you and be its own best friend.
0: Absolutely. Well, Diane, this has really been powerful and very inspiring. And you are truly a beautiful person. I can just, the, the way that you speak, Uh, the leadership that you provide. I just want to acknowledge that, that, uh, you know, even if I wasn't, I mean, you're beautiful physically. I can just see that as I look at you here, but even if, if we didn't have video cam on, you know, you're the way that you speak, the empathy that you have and the power that you speak with is beautiful. And Mm. uh, you're making a beautiful transformation in the world.
1: Thanks, David. Thank you so much. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, any final words of inspiration for our listeners here?
1: Yeah, I mean, I said a lot today, right? And so yeah. I I just want you to consider that part of you that might feel like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed and and ask yourself where that's coming from. You know, overwhelm is a way to deactivate action. And so that comes from a perfectionistic place inside of you. So it's still the same route that we're all, I would say most of us are here to resolve is that you know, you're not, you're not a cog in the machine. You, you are God's beautiful gift to the world. And so the more that you put yourself into that overwhelm, the less that you are available to serve the world, which is exactly what you're here to do. You know, you want to make a better the world, a better place, right? And so your vision cannot be enacted when you are inactive. And that overwhelm is a part of your ego that's just trying to take you out from stepping into your power. And I call it PTFD, point the finger disorder. (laughs) You know, you can't point the finger at your overwhelm, but really it's a part of you. And that's that shadow aspect that says, I'm not enough to take Mm. this journey. I don't know enough. Um, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. You do. You do. And the part of you that is saying that is the part of you that is threatened by your purpose, your mm. passion, and your power. So who gets to win? You decide in the end who gets to win, which voice. But the one that David and I are and everyone else is here to speak to is the voice that we all need to rise more than ever. So it's time we listen to that voice and maybe ask it to go do something else. Step aside, go be obsessed about cleaning the house or something.
0: or getting regular exercise in or drinking water and stuff like that. You got it.
1: Yeah, shift the obsession, right? That's to right. something healthy instead of harmful.
0: You got it. Yep. Well, so good. I mean, this has just been very, very powerful, very inspiring for our audience. So just like she said, listen to the voice of truth. It's speaking to you right now. We just have to have, have eyes to see and ears to hear and then start taking action. And uh, our life will start to, to to change and turn and transform for the better. And so, check out Diane at diankazer.com and her book, Killer Breasts. Um, you know, that's a phenomenal book. She goes through a lot of really great information in there about non toxic beauty. So, check that out. And she also has the Chi Hormone Warrior Transformation. So, if you're ready, to be transformed and become the warrior that you were created to be, definitely check that out as well. So Diane, thanks so much for joining us here. And for those of you guys that are out there, now's the time to start taking action and we'll see you on a future interview. Be blessed everybody.